So you've come here for the truth. Well, we've got the truth and nothing but the truth. Here are your hosts, Robert A. Bianchi and David J. Bruno. Welcome to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth with your host, Bob Bianchi and Dave Bruno. This, Dave, is a show of two lawyers, awesome guests, but not about the law at all. It's about mindset. It's about resilience. It's what makes these guests great. We have amazing people that are on the show. We learn so much from them, and you have secured yet another awesome guest, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome, Heidi. Heidi Cortez. She lives in Beverly Hills, California, coaching, advising, mentoring, marketing for various different brands and businesses, including entrepreneurs, plastic surgeons, celebrities, realtors, and many more. Heidi has four books out. Uh, the most recent is Get Verified and Profit Profit Like a Boss. Love the title, Heidi. And also, look, has been a hard worker since the age of 13. Get this. Going door to door, working on sales at 13. She started her own uh, salon in Nevada at 22. Like I said, she's got the four books. She worked for Sirius Radio in 2005. She's also had a show on E! Network called uh, Sunset Tan. And when I looked at your bio, what was interesting is you talked about establishing yourself on MySpace then coming over to Instagram, and literally, this has been a progress and, and in the making. So, Heidi, exceptional accomplishments and experiences here, and we are eager to get to you and, and tell us just a little bit about you and where you are right now in your life. Well, first of all, thank you so much, guys, for having me on your show. It's a pleasure to be here. I have a huge interest in law and what you guys are doing. So thank you so much for asking me to be here. Um, thank you. It's been an incredible journey. And um, I mean, I don't even know where to start. Where do you want to start with this? Well, I, you know, I'll tell you something where I'll start is, is, is the uh, what I perceive to be, if I'm allowed to say this in today's culture, the elder person of this triad of people that we have here, you know, you know, Heidi, my whole life, it was about being a trial lawyer. My dad's a lawyer. And it's about being a lawyer, being a lawyer, being a lawyer. And I used to listen to people talk about being an entrepreneur. And I, and I honestly didn't really know what that meant for all these years and all these decades. Like, and, and yet we see somebody from you at the age of 13 and doing the multiple different things you're doing in business. So I, I would look at you as an entrepreneur. Uh, explain to the folks out there, like what gave you that passion and and uh, desire to do it? And how would you advise somebody who's 13 now uh, what mistakes you may have made or how to avoid pitfalls or where to go for them to do what you've done? Well, thank you for that. Um, so, yes, I've definitely been a lifelong entrepreneur. Uh, I grew up extremely underprivileged. I really wanted money. Um, I grew up with a single mom and two siblings. And my mom really, you know, directed us that if we wanted money, we had to work for it. I mean, really, I, we couldn't really even ask for a dollar and it would be given to us. So I really started the the hustling and going door to door. Um, by 13, I was lying about my age and saying I was older than what I was so I could apply to get jobs. I lied about my identity and I got a job at Ross, like Ross Dress for Less. And I worked there with my sister's name tag because she was 18. So I said I was Courtney. 
I worked as hard as I could making four seventy five an hour, saved up my money and I never stopped. I just kept doing all these different jobs, whatever it took to uh, make the money and invest in myself and uh, later on create more businesses. But it's something I've definitely had a passion for. Um, you know, I don't like to take no for an answer and I love it every day. It doesn't seem like a job. It just seems like a hobby. I don't have a whole lot of outside hobbies other than working and helping my clients because that's what's exciting to me. If if I were to meet a 13-year-old or a 12-year-old now that wants to be an entrepreneur, I would say, you know, don't don't listen to anybody else. If you have uh, ideas that are great, or even if they're crappy ideas, you know, you can learn from your mistakes. So it's all about trial and error in the very beginning. Not, at, at such a young age, like nothing's permanent in stone. You could change a million times. So um, I would just encourage any young entrepreneur to go out there and do what they want to do. And at the very least, you're just learning. Let me just ask a follow-up with that. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Ms. Entrepreneur, I, 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 how do you find it though? Like, where's your creative, the creative process where you say, Hey, I can make money doing this. I want to build this business. Is it, is it come from a passion that you have for a particular area? Is it only driven by the monetary piece to it? Is it a combination? Like I, I want to be an entrepreneur. Help me, help me do that. Well, I think you have to have a passion for what you do. And where did I get the passion? It really came from being and growing up so underprivileged that I was motivated. I mean, I had fire under my butt. Um, you know, I didn't like school. I hated school, to be honest. And um, I was just wanted, I wanted to do something else on my own terms. Yeah. So I just wanted to be my own boss and working really hard for, you know, Ross. I worked at Old Navy doing retail. Um, you know, I, I saw how hard people worked and I didn't want to be told what to do. I wanted to create my own opportunities for myself. Um, so that's how it started. It's just wanting to do what I wanted to do and create my own opportunities. I knew that if I failed, I had nobody to blame but myself. Excellent. Let's let's talk a little bit about that last book because I'll tell you, I, I love the title of it. Right? Thank you. Get Verified and Profit Like a Boss. So what are the main takeaways here that our audience could could learn from? Yeah, so um, currently in the United States, and I think Australia, maybe a few other countries, you can now purchase the blue check mark through the Meta Verified. Um, but since they first announced the blue check mark for public figures, you had to earn a blue check mark. It wasn't given to you. So one of the most common questions that I'm asked as a branding and marketing expert, um, people would ask me, how do I get verified? And it's not just a quick, simple answer in two sentences. And I got asked so often, I was like, hey, I'm just going to write a book about it. Because a lot of um, public figures, they don't want to talk about how they got verified. They don't want to explain everything they went through or who their quote unquote connection was. Uh, was. So I just um, wrote a book to answer everybody's question and just put it out there so there would be no secrets and everyone could know what I went through and what I've helped my clients do so they could also get verified. Being verified as a public figure is um, huge um, authority and people really looked up to the people with the blue check marks and it showed a symbol of trust. And um, it definitely helps increase sales and 
popularity and traffic. So I think having the blue check mark was very important to my career and many of my clients. So um, yeah, the book's just about explaining how the process works. I tell you that it is some heck of a process. I mean, I, I'm on a host on a major TV network and uh, we do we do national TV media for multiple stations. And you read that criteria. And even though it seems to me that you fit that criteria very easily, uh, having been former prosecutors, the whole thing, the media stuff, it, it is a daunting, I think a daunting process, but your book probably explains that away. So people could just do it step by step. Is that essentially what's being written there? Exactly. It's a step-by-step -step process. And, um, you know, I've been a public figure for almost 20 years and I got verified on Twitter and Facebook, no problem. But then when it came to Instagram, they basically told me that um, my press wasn't current. So having current press is really a big part of their um, process. And even though I was on a major television show on the E! Channel, even though I worked for Howard Stern and I had Wikipedia pages and a successful career, they still denied me. So I actually had communications with uh, uh, Instagram and they shared with me what the problem was. So I went out and fixed it and you got verified right away. So because I was denied and then I fixed the problem and had connections with them, I actually had a lot of insight information to share wow. with other people that purchased the book. Wow. And Heidi, you said, and, and there has been a recent change with Meta. Uh, now, essentially, you could buy that check mark, correct? Yes. It's for $15 a month. Is there a difference between the paid check mark versus the original one? So yes, in different countries still, because the feature hasn't rolled out to all the countries. Um, in other countries, you still have to submit and be a public figure. But in the United States, there is really no difference. It's either you earn it or you pay for it. But now ultimately, it just means the same thing. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so you mentioned a little bit about the Sirius Radio and working with Howard Stern, a huge name in the industry because he broke free from the regular radio into the satellite radio. What are some takeaways you've learned from really one of the kings of radio? Yeah, not just the king of radio, like a king of all media. Um, he's uh, First of all, this was about 18 years ago, so a lot of things have changed since um I was a part of Sirius Radio, but, uh, you know, it was a is a wonderful opportunity to learn about radio. And um, I was from a small, smaller town, Reno, Nevada. I didn't know how the process worked. And um, I was given a very amazing opportunity at that time to share my name, get my name out there and uh, get publicity for myself. And that was really the ultimate goal is... Um, to gain exposure so my other businesses would succeed. And I actually was able to launch my career with them through my own marketing. So I didn't have inside connections or a manager or an agent that was helping me get this booking or to work for them or give me an introduction. I actually um, just wrote them a letter in pencil and put it in a bright pink envelope. So I was always thinking outside the box at a very young age and how to build that exposure. Wow, that's awesome. All right, listen, we're going to take a quick break here at WMTR Radio. It's nothing but the truth. Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno. We'll be right back. 
At the Bianchi Law Group, our team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys specialize in criminal defense and domestic violence cases. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today. Welcome back to Nothing But The Truth about Bianchi, Dave Bruno. So Heidi, like really, really impressive career, starting at 13, becoming an entrepreneur, writing books, but you're big in the consulting world. Tell us what it is you're doing in the consulting world and how did your previous experiences help you with the clients you now consult with? Thank you. So I coach clients one-on-one, businesses, large businesses, celebrities, small businesses, entrepreneurs, a variety of different uh, businesses. And I help them become an authoritative in their niche, become public a public figure, and basically coach them and mentor them of everything that I've gone through and what I've done for other clients. We help build their social media, get them major press and publications, uh, everything you could possibly think of to build your career to be an authoritative figure. So, so I'm hearing um, <clears throat> kind of like a, a PR marketing kind of piece to that. Uh, but I'm, do I also understand that you offer consulting in terms of the business itself, scaling, things of that nature? Yeah, we do. But the ultimate goal really is to become that authority in their niche. So it doesn't matter if they're an artist, if they're a, uh, I don't know, a plastic surgery office, a lawyer, whatever it is, we're going to make sure that we get you press, build up your social media and build that quote unquote back end of your brand. Because there's a lot of agencies out there that will offer just press or PR. But really, what is press or PR if you don't have that actual brand and you don't have anything else behind it? So it's really important that we're able to build the entire back end of the brand. Um, Let's say for an example, if there was somebody that wanted to be a celebrity. They can't just go to a PR firm and say, make me, make me famous because there's no, there's nothing to go off of. So I'm building up that, that uh, beginning part up until the end. I'm with them the whole way. These coaching services that you provide, when did you get into the coaching space and why did you do it also? You have all this experience and all these credentials, but shifting into education had to be a big change for you. Um, so I've actually been helping people for a really long time because I've owned a social media and branding agency for well over a decade. And I also used to be a talent manager. So I was already reading contracts, negotiating, uh, helping other talent create their brand and uh, other businesses. And they kept referring me to one business to the next. So I got so busy. And to be honest, making 15% or 10% commission from a talent wasn't, it it was too much work because the talent may, maybe they give up or they don't want to continue or they're not going to work as hard as me. So I wanted to switch over to do coaching and mentoring for entrepreneurs, people that had the same kind of beliefs and enthusiasms that, that I did. And um, yeah, so that's how that's how that started, how I transitioned over to doing coaching full-time. Full you know, Heidi, I, when you, I just, on this part you're talking about, like social media, like something that I found very interesting, I find it to be a very daunting area uh, because like we have the opposite of what I think the problem with most other places is we have too much content, right? And, and we put a lot of stuff out, but I, it's very hard to find people 
Like you can find somebody that can do some social media and then you can find somebody that knows how to do like a blog. It doesn't seem like we could get it all together in one space and have a uniform approach towards brand development. Does that make sense to you? Oh, yeah, that's exactly what we do. We do the whole thing. So um, that's what I'm mentioning from the bottom up to the top. We have to do the brand development, build that back end. Yeah, so you you could have people who literally have a very big public footprint. Uh, both of us were public officials. Both of us are on multiple TV networks and hosting a, a show. But that's not the end of it. You you still need that, your services, to, and if you could explain that, to kind of package it up so that it has more oomph. Otherwise, you could, I feel like we just kind of throw it out there and see what sticks. Yeah, exactly. So there's not a whole lot of agencies or, you know, experts that do what I do and have the experience that I have where we're able to help them with marketing, land major publications, build the social media, um, teach them how to do it themselves, their own marketing. So when you're an entrepreneur, I believe it's very important to know as many marketing strategies as possible and not just trust a big agency to do the job for you. Because they could rip you off. Marketing is very tricky. You don't know where that money's going. You don't know if um, they're lying or they're overcharging you. So I want my clients and entrepreneurs to know how to do at least the basics by themselves. And if they want to hire bigger agencies, then I'm going to show them where to go and they can utilize my connections, my network, and uh, really build a solid career for themselves. Well, that's just one, real quick. Do you have a team or are you working with individuals? on your own? Oh, no, I have I have a team for sure. <laughs> yeah, talk to us about it. what does that look like? Well, how, how big is it? How many people do you have? I mean, uh, what's the onboarding process? If somebody listening to the show is interested in reaching out to you, what should they expect? So I have a team over 15 people, but, um, you know, it depends on what somebody is looking for. So not everybody wants major publications or maybe not everybody needs help with social media. So we will do a strategy call with them, a consultation, and we'll figure out exactly what they're looking for. Maybe they only work directly with me and five other people from my team. Um, they don't necessarily work with everybody that's behind the scenes. I'm so glad you made that point too, because I think that there are a lot of business owners that have been burned by agencies mm. in the past. Um, and then when you get a bad taste in your mouth about dumping money and not getting ROI in returns, it's hard to trust again. And, and there's yeah, and there's so much out there about delegation. Delegation is critical to success, but at the same time, you can't just blindly delegate. Can you talk about that and the value to really understanding before just giving the keys to, to an agency like that? Well, first of all, if somebody was to go to, like I said, a PR agency, um, they may not take them because there's no brand development behind them. There's too much work to do. As far as going to a huge marketing agency, you know, you have to go by referrals and other friends or family that have used those agencies because it is just too tricky. So with my coaching, I'm referring my clients to people that are in my network. So we already trust them. We already know what they do. My clients are able to come to me and know that, hey, Heidi's already done this for herself, other celebrities, other entrepreneurs. This is the person that I want to build my trust in because she's going to help me. And I work directly with my clients one-on-one -on -one every week. Um, I don't place them with other uh, 
staff or our team members. They work directly with me so we can figure out the problem and get to the top. You know, Heidi, when I look at a business, I always ask this question. I mean, for us as lawyers um, and, and in another business that we're, we run with regard to an, an education space, but you're always looking for that. There's that person that calls you like, this is the perfect client for us um, based on a number of different factors. So when you're getting that call from somebody, who's the good client that you want and who's the one where you look at it and you're like, you know what, they, they're just not going to get it. They're, this isn't going to be a good fit because their mindset's not in the right space. So um, I guess the best client is somebody that uh, that trusts me right away that says, hey, you know, I've seen what you've done. I've researched you and I want to be a part of that. The the most difficult person to work with would be somebody like you said, that doesn't um, maybe they have trust issues. Maybe um, they aren't established enough on where they want to go with their brand or their identity. I mean, I can help them, but only to an extent. They have to know what they want and they have to be willing to work and they have to be willing to show up. Because if I have clients that are canceling on me every week or too busy rescheduling, I mean, that's my time too. So that would be the worst person to work with, someone that wasn't serious to show up. Mm, Very good. I mean, look, Looking back on it, and it's been a successful career that you've had, but if you had the opportunity to sit down across from the 13-year-old Heidi, the one that was going door-to-door for sales, what advice would you give her? (laughs) Um, I guess I would say don't lie to make the sale. I actually got in trouble when I was selling door-to-door because I lied and I said that I was raising money for my school. And um, we sold to this woman who was a teacher or she was the wife of a teacher at my school. So she knew we were lying right away. And she said, I'm going to write you a check. It never crossed my mind to take checks, but I was too scared to admit that we were lying. So I took the check and uh, she found out who I was, called my house and um, she canceled the check. She had all of my products. I was selling coffee mugs that had candy in them. And I actually got suspended from school for two weeks for that, for lying. So if I could go back and tell 13-year-old Heidi, I'd be like, hey, save it. Don't lie about it to make the sale. Uh, Be genuine. People are going to like you for you. Yeah, I think that's good advice for anyone (laughs) when it comes to sales. Uh, Because you're usually usually, on our end, they usually call us and say, we need help. Right. (laughs) Fraud. (laughs) Fraud is a crime in most states too, right? Uh, Um, Yeah, but I I was just trying to make the sale. I wasn't thinking about that at all. I was like, oh, yeah, this is for school. But I should have just said, hey, I'm broke. You know, we're doing this as a side hustle. But that didn't cross my mind. (laughs) But you had that hard work really early, right? So I think the the, the, the the hard work's always been there. What about the purpose? What about the purpose? Looking back to, to get through to where you are right now, what has been the purpose and, and what has been pushing you in this direction? You know, I, I think in a way, I also have a chip on my shoulder. I... Um, I always just want to do something better. I want to go harder. And the be, being a former model, um, a lot of people didn't see past the modeling career. So I had to prove myself over and over and over and over that's, again. That's what was happening with me. <laughs> awesome. Relatable. <laughs> so, you know, and, and it's unfortunate because sometimes in my early career, people would say, 
oh, well, it must be nice to be a model. You must have all these opportunities. But in some ways, it worked against me because people didn't see past the modeling career. So I really did have to, I really did have to prove myself over and over and over and over and over again to be where I am today. I couldn't give up. What about what's next? I mean, you have accomplished so much already and you're still young. I mean, what other goals do you have? Um, well, I mean, ultimately, I would like to grow my uh, coaching agency way beyond than what I can handle and to have um, other coaches that are working under me that are trained directly from me so we can grow the agency and people can actually work with my team if they don't have the funds to maybe work directly one-on-one with me. So we're definitely growing the coaching agency to that and hopefully this will be by next year. By scaling. Are, are you doing any live events or, or challenges, online challenges, some th- those types of things? Yeah, I do. And I, and I post them on social media and, um, I have a live event, uh, next month that I will be at, um, I'm a co-host for an event called the modern day wife. I'm not a wife, but that's what they call the event. And it's a pretty awesome networking opportunity. So I will be there to meet a lot of people. Heidi, where can our audience find you? Uh, they can find me at HeidiCortez.com or, uh, my social media handles at Heidi Cortez. And the Heidi Cortez URL, that's where they can get more information on your coaching program? Absolutely. Awesome. 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 All right, Heidi, that's unfortunately very very quickly, but we appreciate your time doing great work and great stuff for you in the future. And if anybody's looking for Heidi, now you know where to find her. This is WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth. Every Saturday at 1030 is the radio show. Dave, talk about when the podcast drops. Sure, podcast and, and the video of Heidi drops on Wednesday. Video on YouTube, the podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. But it's all there at nothingbutthetruthpodcast.com where you can check all that information out. And then also the the workshop starting August 2nd. We pushed it back a little bit. We've had a lot of demand. It's blgmasterclasses.com for students, high school students, college students, and law students interested in careers in law. So registration's up. If you guys are interested in that, go check that out. Heidi, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us, and we appreciate your time. (laughs) All right, Heidi. Thank you so much. Awesome, guys. See you later. We're the Bianchi Law Group, a team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys. But here's the thing. He put himself in a box when he said... Relied on by CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, Law and Crime, and news leaders across the country for our criminal defense expertise. In a search warrant, you have to have probable cause that a crime's been committed and there's evidence in a particular place. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today.